the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. BusinessRadio.com. With SRN News, I'm Val Dior. A 48-year-old gunman shot six people last night in a yoga studio in Tallahassee, Florida. He then killed himself. The two people he killed have been identified as 61-year-old Dr. Nancy Van Vessum and 21-year-old Mara Binkley, said to be a faculty member and a student at Florida State University. President Trump in the final stretch of a 44-city blitz for the midterm elections last night in Indianapolis to endorse Republican Senate candidate Mike Braun running a close race against Democratic Senator Joe Donnelly. Today, the president is in Belgrade, Montana, and then Pensacola, Florida. On Sunday, it's Macon, Georgia, and Chattanooga, Tennessee. On Monday, Cleveland, Ohio, Fort Wayne, Indiana, and Camp Gerardo, Missouri. And it is time to fall back. Two o'clock Sunday morning. Probably easier just to remember to set your clocks back one hour before you go to bed tonight. For more details, srnnews.com. If the election of Donald Trump was an earthquake, his accomplishments since are the aftershocks no one saw coming. From best-selling author Stephen E. Strang comes Trump Aftershock, the president's seismic impact on culture and faith in America. Trump Aftershock offers unique insights that will cut through the media noise and reveal what they won't tell you. Gain a better understanding of the political, emotional, and spiritual dimensions at work in Trump Aftershock. Available where fine books are sold. Let's talk about your business for a minute. Think about all the things you're doing to attract the best talent. Between the networking events and referral bonuses, you're probably spending plenty of time and money to find the right people. But what if it was your office that attracted employees? Today's workforce is mobile and active, and they want an office designed around the way they work. And Veridesk makes it easy. Veridesk Standing Desk Solutions help you create an active workspace where employees can stand and move so they're happier, healthier, and more productive. Our full line of active office products are constructed with commercial-grade materials and require little to no assembly so they're easy to set up and move. Companies of any size can have a Veridesk active workspace. Ordering is simple. Shipping is free. And our 30-day guarantee means if you don't love it, we'll pick it up for free. Learn more about Veridesk Active Workspace Solutions at veridesk.com slash radio. That's V-A-R-I-Desk.com slash radio. Welcome back, King Daniel Show. This is 1440. Oh, I'll get your blood pumping. At the end of the show today, we always take the uh, playlist of the show that uh, this week is curated by John, I'm going to guess. And and while we're training Andrew into the board, my guess is John, John, who likes to control the playlist, has controlled the playlist this week. And uh, we'll post it for you here at Pound KBRS. That's our Twitter handle, Pound KBRS. Remember, you can always listen. If you missed the first hour of the show and you're just tuning in now, uh, you can certainly go back and listen listen to the first hour of the show at TwinCitiesBusinessRadio.com. That's where our archives are. Just click on the podcast link and you can find it. And if you're traveling for a weekend and maybe you're out gonna, in, in the next couple of weekends, you're out doing some uh, deer hunting because it's November in Minnesota and it's a sort of a, a thing people do, then you will have that opportunity uh, you will have that opportunity to go uh, listen to the show on the podcast wherever you are, TwinCitiesBusinessRadio.com. Uh, thanks so much for listening. And also, uh, just a reminder, our, our good friends, uh, Mitch Berg and uh, and Brad, the closer Carlson, uh, between the three of us, there's a, I love this picture. There's a picture of us that's run around and, and I've seen reposted a couple places when we were at the Battleground Talkers Tour uh, a week ago Thursday and noted that between Mitch and and 
Brad and myself, there's 123 pounds less of us, which is about two John, two Johns. Uh, you know, uh, he's not a, he's a kind of a skinny guy that John, uh, and looks much skinnier than the three of us, but boy, I look like, I look like a scrub pine in the tall tree standing next to Mitch and Brad. My goodness. Um, not very good, but, uh, anyway, you can listen to Mitch, uh, the Northern Alliance radio network one to three this afternoon over on our sister station, AM 12, a the Patriot, Brad, the closer Carlson. Two, not one, but two hours of Brad Carlson, one to three on Sundays, also on AM twelve eighty The Patriot. Um, thank, thanks for listening. Uh, there are always also other good shows on the station here. We love that you that you choose to spend your time with us here on Business fourteen for you this morning. So, I've spent an hour telling you about the impact of the jobs report. There could. Uh, could there be a better jobs report out there? Yes, but I haven't seen one in quite some time. That was a jobs report that felt like the kinds of jobs reports you got in the mid-2000s. It's been that long. Okay, I, you should understand that there, there have been a lot of fluctuations where you, you, we've seen numbers above 250. So if someone's going to say, no, there was a, you know, during the Obama administration in 2014, there was a 285 or something like that. Yes, yes, I get it. You're right. But if you look over this 12-month period, on average, per month, household employment's grown by 200. Payroll employment's grown by about 210. Over the last 12 months, it's been sustained in a world where, at the beginning of this act, at the beginning of that year, the unemployment rate was around was around 4.2 percent, compared to that period where the unemployment rate was closer to 6 percent. And for that, of course, 7, 8, 9, and 10. So, so you are adding jobs and you're actually bringing people back to work who have exited the labor market. You're bringing people back to work. And you're also increasing wages at the bottom end of the spectrum. Although this particular month, the increase in employment and in wages was a little more concentrated on the white-collar side of the, of the job spectrum versus the blue-collar side. Over the last 12 months, blue-collar workers have benefited more than white-collar workers. High, high school-educated workers have benefited more than college-educated workers. It has been a particularly strong economy across the across the spectrum and it shows up in such things as consumer confidence announced this week uh at now 137.9 up to up two points above the expectation and up from 135.3 uh, uh it, so that's the best number since September 2000 and it's not just their present situation but their future expectations are both in that area if this if this election we have on Tuesday is about the economy, the losses that, that Republicans might face in the House should be minimal. If it's about that. This is why you hear them spend a lot of time talking about health care because that's not reflected in those numbers. Okay? That's not, that's not in there. But if health costs were significantly higher than people expected, why would consumer confidence be so high? It would be a bit of a disconnect, would it not? So I, I wonder about that. Other numbers that came out, the, the headline inflation number at the core level was up two-tenths of a percent, one percent, one-tenth more than it was expected core uh, personal consumption expenditures inflation is now at 2%. It is now at 2%. Um, service sector inflation is actually up 2.7%. Remember, the service sector inflation number is a pretty good measure of, of the kinds of wage increases there, that we're seeing. So we're, we're really seeing something happening here. Durable... Uh, durable goods are down 1.6%. Think about that. Your cars, your computers, your 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 all the electronics you buy, uh, 
um, are down in down in prices, but services are up in prices. Okay, that that's an important part of where uh, of part of the story. We're looking around the world. You're seeing you're 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 still seeing some softness, and that's still you know. If you want to know what makes me nervous about forecasting that there'll be no there'll be no recession in 2019. It's the fact that I don't like what I see happening elsewhere in the world. I don't like what I see in Italy. I don't like what I see happening with Brexit. Although this week they they're saying that they may have found a solution to the Irish problem, the Northern Ireland uh backstop, they might have a way to work this out. Um uh, there's a lot. There's a lot of fighting going on among the uh, Conservative Party in London. In London, at uh, Parliament right now, I'm still concerned about Japan. I'm still concerned about China. I'm, I mean, I'm concerned about pretty much the entire Asian continent because of the impact of the of the trade sl- of the slowing and of trade, the putting up of additional barriers. That's why the announcement uh, that happened yesterday that was so badly, badly handled by the White House. And I'm going to actually spend a little time talking about why did the market go through all the gyrations yesterday? Well, you have to go through the TikTok of this. And we'll do, I'll do that in the next segment I don't, I will, because it takes a little time to explain. I don't have enough time in this segment to, to do that. But if you want to look around for negatives, okay, the only negative piece I can see, and why I believe that the piece I played for you from Tom Purcelli, why it might be true that there are four rate hikes in the 2019 forecast. I'm not there yet. I'm still on three. I believe the dot plot right now. But if I was biased in one direction or another, it'd be toward four rather than down to two. Here was a sentence in the Wall Street Journal on Thursday. U.S. companies are raising prices on everything from plane tickets to paint, passing on to customers higher costs for fuel, metal, and food after years of low inflation. Okay. I have a habit of walking in, uh, of going on Tuesdays to a nearby Taco John's. I, I love Taco Tuesday. The price at Taco Tuesday of your hard shell taco went up a dime. It was interesting to me that the person that serves me, who sees me every Tuesday, order the exact same thing. I want my I want my three tacos and I want my pop and I'm going to have my tacos and I'm in and out of there in 20 minutes. Um, he says, "I'm sorry, King. You know the price went up a dime." said it's cool it'll be all right food prices are going up take a look take a look at the bill when you go when you go to your fast food restaurant from McDonald's to to your taco stand and all around those prices are rising that's no question about that the cost of metals particularly for for building stainless steel tanks has risen by about 40% according to a local manufacturer of such tanks for pharmaceutical companies up here in central Minnesota, who I, someone I speak to on a regular basis. That those price, as those types of reports continue, that's the type of news that the Fed will seize on, that governors and, and presidents will seize on to say we need to raise interest rates higher. That's why I do believe that there's at least three rate hikes next year, including not including the one that will happen in December. So that's four rate hikes between now and the end of 2019. And I'm leaning toward there may be, might be five. Okay? I think there might be five, and this is the reason why. You're beginning to see an impact of these price increases for the inputs on places on on manufacturers the ism the institute for supply management's manufacturing index fell to 57.7 percent from 58 59.8 it was expected to fall to 59.0 it fell much more than people expected 
That's that new orders fell 4.4 points. Okay, backlogs didn't change. And, and the biggest reason for that is export orders are slowing pretty significantly. I don't blame that on tariffs and trade. I blame that on slowing economies overseas. Are our tariffs and trade policies causing that slowing? Yes. I mean, my goodness, President Trump practically brags on that. Look what I'm doing to China. Okay? I question the wisdom of that. But that being said, the impact of that on our ability to export manufactured goods is one side of it. The other side of it is the cost of the imports of steel and other materials that we need to make the manufacturing sector continue to grow is going to be a drag on employment. It's going to be a drag on wages. That's why why I am concerned about the concerned about those those changes. So let's let's take a break here. When we come back, let's talk about what happened yesterday in this announcement about what's happening with China. And, and with the possibility of a, of, a, of a meeting, at least, between President Trump and, uh, and Prime Minister Xi. This is ap- after this. You're listening to The King Banyan Show on Business 
afreserve.com. All right. <laughs> John John texts me on the side that this is the official Brexit anthem. I mean, is that official official or is this is this your idea of what the official would be? It's just my idea. Okay, that's cool. All right. Welcome back, King Banyan Show, Business fourteen forty. Maybe we'll get maybe we'll get to a little Brexit news uh, in a, in a bit here. Uh, uh, maybe maybe after after this segment, but uh, I really want you to listen to this. So, in when I woke up Friday morning, just in case you're listening to me on Sunday, if it is Sunday, by the way, daylight savings time is over. We have to change our clocks back, and I can tell you the the Twitterati of pound kbrs have spoken with one voice and daylight savings time now and forever okay just let's just stop this it's silly i just i'm not a fan okay and um and that is not because i have cows that get messed up all right i have no cows i just don't quite get this Oh, let's have the clock go forward. Oh, let's have the clock go back. Who is helped by this? Well, you don't want to have to wake up at 4.40 in the morning when the sun comes up in June. It's like, I'm I'm a 60-plus year old man. I'm up at 4.40 as well as 2.40 as well as 1.40 and 3.40. Okay? I don't think I need to tell you why. So, just don't talk to me about. Oh, we need. We, we can't have the sun up too soon. All right, six five one two eight nine four four seven seven. I am willing to listen to commentary regarding uh, daylight savings time, as well as the jobs report, and then this message from the White House. So, when I wake up yesterday morning, okay, when I wake up, wake up, not wake up and go back to bed, but when I wake up, wake up, I check, I check my. Uh, I check my news feed, and what do I see overnight? That we're working on a plan to uh, to create a trade agreement between us and China. I'm like, whoa, wow, that's kind of big news. I didn't. Th- is that sort of a, a November surprise from the White House to try to help it help it in the election coming forward, or what all is going on here? And so what I'm going to do is I'm going to have I'm going to have John and Andrew play the, an extended clip, okay? Cuz here's what happens. They come out the, so the first one is the news report as it appeared as appeared on Bloomberg in the morning. Uh I believe this was actually pre pre jobs report. And then you hear then you hear a series of you hear um Kevin Hassett kind of confirm what was said on on Bloomberg. He's speaking, of course, over on Fox Business. And then CNBC comes out with a report saying, well, I talked to three officials and I don't hear anything about their being. They're not working on anything. There's nothing imminent. And then comes Larry and then comes the president himself. And listen, okay, if in the next two and a half minutes you get whiplash, I'm telling you, you've been warned. You can't sue us. Put on your seatbelt and listen to this. Yes, according to people familiar uh, with the matter with whom Bloomberg spoke, the president, uh, President Trump, wants to make a deal. Is said to have decided that he wants to have a deal with his Chinese counterpart when they meet on the sidelines at the G20 summit later uh, this month. Uh, he had earlier said that if they didn't make a deal, that he was going to move forward with. Uh, sanctions on the rest of Chinese products that do, that already are not subject to tariffs. Does this actually take us to a deal? Yeah. So this is certainly good news. It's the first uh, we know of the two uh, of the two presidents talking in months. Uh, President Trump walked away from a deal in May. This is certainly a positive step. The question is whether it results in an actual deal. 
Tell me more about trade, please, because here's what we've got on, on our plate this morning. The president calls China's leader, Xi Jinping. He says they had a good conversation about a deal. We are told that the president has told his staffers to prepare a draft of a China trade deal. Can you update us on any of this? Well, I can't comment on the president's or lack thereof of a draft. I can say that the President Xi and President Trump had a great call, that there, uh, I think, is a lot of optimism going into the G20 meeting of what's going to happen at that meeting. And, of course, as you go into a meeting, you know, people study, you know, what are the kind of things that we're going to ask. I think another thing to notice also, and this has been covered very well in the media, is that, that the president has, has sort of marshaled all the troops of government to try to get things like IP theft to stop from China. And so not only have we we done the things that have gotten the headlines with the tariffs and so on, but we've also got law enforcement involved to stop things as well. And so I think that we're going down into a negotiation with a very, very strong position. Deal. I've now spoken to three senior administration officials who tell me there's no indication of any imminent trade deal with China. Clearly, this is an administration that would like to cut a deal with China. The president has said as much, uh, but officials here saying uh, nothing is imminent, uh, no ratcheted up intensity in terms of the talks behind the scenes. Larry Kudlow now joins us, the director of the National Economic Council. Larry, it's good to see you again. Thank you for being here today. Thanks, Scott. Appreciate it very much. Did the president ask the cabinet to draw up a possible deal with China? No, not specifically. There's no massive movement to deal with trade. We have already put out asks to China with respect to trade. We've had very good discussions with China. We're getting much closer to doing something. They very much want to make a deal. As you know, their economy went way down since we've been doing this skirmish. Uh, I spoke with President Xi yesterday. They very much want to make a deal. I think we'll make a deal with China, and I think it'll be a very fair deal for everybody, but it will be a good deal for the United States. You're tearing me apart! You, you say one thing, he says another, and everybody changes back again! That's exactly what, that's exactly what happened. They completely went from, we're working on a deal, uh, things are going to happen, right? And this comes from somebody inside the White House, sources in the White House. And then Kevin Hassett goes on Fox Business, you talk about the jobs report, gets asked about trade and says, yep, something's happening. And then uh, I do not know the name of the uh, of the fellow at CNBC we heard uh, who comes on and says, well, I talked to three sources and they say nothing's happening. And, and, and Larry Kudlow comes on after that, not from the lawn. He's speaking from somewhere inside the White House. And he says, no, we're not. We've made them offers. They, we don't have anything immediately working on right now. And then the president comes back and says, yeah, we're, we're going to get a deal. It's going to be a good deal. We're working on a deal together. And the market, which should have celebrated the jobs report, completely flips around and goes into the tank. Now, here's, let, me give, let me give you the charitable interpretation of what happened. All right. I think somebody in the White House gave something to a reporter. It may have been somebody from the Council of Economic Advisors. That, and that, is, why, that is why Hassett said it. It came from somewhere in that part. It may have come from Treasury. It may have come from CEA. It's usually CEA won't, won't have people doing something like this, talking to reporters and getting a story out because they wanted to start to increase this. Now, before that, remember, on Thursday, the president had had a phone call with Chi. It had been reported back as been a positive call. They talked about whether or not they might be able to have a conversation on the side at the G20 meetings, okay, which, which is normal. It's normal to have a one-to-one during a broader meeting like this. There had been talk that they wouldn't do that, and what happened was they had a conversation on Thursday and said, no, we'll have that talk. We'll, we're going to go ahead and, and visit. Um, somehow that gets played into we're going people are write, people are writing up a deal. And then and, and Hassett runs with it. Immediately, people from the White House go, we're not writing a deal right now. We're not working on anything really that big just yet. We just agreed we'd talk to them. 
And so they get the word out to CNBC. Larry comes on the air and says, Larry Kudlow comes on the air and he says, no, we don't have anything. There's nothing imminent. There's nothing really happening here. And then the president comes back on and says, we're going to get a deal. Don't worry. We're going to get a deal. Do you have any idea what's going to happen at the G20 now between between uh, China and the United States? Do you have any reason to believe that there will be a quick thought of this deal? Because they have said, the United States has said, if we don't get a deal soon, all the remaining products that come from China are going to get hit with additional tariffs on January 1. Okay, as we talked about in the previous segment, a lot of those products that we're taxing are intermediate inputs to goods that we need, but they also include things like the, the iPhone that's sitting next to me here on my desk. Is This is probably the number one threat, I think, to this continued expansion. For this economy to continue to grow as fast as it's growing right now, I think the only way we're going to get to that, the only way we're going to get to that, is by landing on what I think is the most likely outcome. They're going to cool it. They're going to come up with some Band-Aid piece to try to calm down what's happened between the two countries. Okay? I have a little bit more to say about that, but we should we should take a pause here for messages. We'll be right back after this. King Banyan Show, Business 1440. This is a special notice to all U.S. taxpayers. If you owe the IRS or state back taxes and cannot afford to pay them back, there's good news. Due to the financial hardship many are facing in today's economy, the IRS has made it easier to settle delinquent tax problems through a federal program called the Fresh Start Initiative. Qualifying for this program will resolve your tax problem, end all collections, and possibly reduce your back taxes by up to 90%. If you are facing wage garnishments, liens, bank levies, audits, or payroll taxes, it's not too late. Your circumstances may qualify you for this special program, protecting your savings and your assets. If you owe the IRS or state back taxes and cannot afford to pay them back, there's no need to worry anymore. Call the hotline at Victory Tax Solutions to see if you qualify and potentially save thousands. For this free information, call 800-813-1105. 800-813-1105. That's 800-813-1105. My dad says I'm his pride and joy. My mommy says I was her big surprise. My mom says I'm her best helper. I'm adopted. My dad says I was a gift. That's right, kids. Each of you are a miracle and a blessing from God. Hello, my name is Angie. I work with Pro-Life Across America. The Billboard People. If you know someone who is pregnant and in need of confidential counseling, including alternatives to abortion or post-abortion assistance, please call Pro-Life Across America at 1-800-366-7773 or check us out online at Pro-Life Across America.org. Pro-Life Across America is educational, non-political, and tax-deductible. Please help support our life-saving outreach. A baby child is being 18 days from conception. Pro-Life Across America, the people. Hi, this is Eric with the Kingdom Builders with some words of encouragement for you today. In Galatians 5-7, Paul tells us that those who have put their trust in Jesus Christ are no longer bondservants, but sons. And as sons, then heirs of God through Christ. He goes on in Ephesians 1.3 to explain what a great blessing that is when he says, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who hath blessed us with all spiritual blessings in the heavenly places in Christ. There are two small words in that verse that bring great encouragement. The first is half, which tells me it is already done. And the second is all, which tells me that I lack nothing in Christ. Oh, how great to be called a child of God. On behalf of the Kingdom Builders, I hope these words are an encouragement to you today. If you'd like to contact us, 
Look us up online at thekingdombuilders.net. I am Marcus Jubland. Like my dad always says, we're not salespeople, we're just great roofers. Welcome back, King Daniel Show. This is 1440. So here's the here's the thing with this China piece, and I I I, I get the I get the uh, tweets uh, uh, at pound KBRS from uh, from my uh, my good friend uh, Don um, saying, "Hey, that first ba- report was based on anonymous sources." Yes, well, the third report was based on anonymous sources. Uh, we're working on the and and he says second report. Don't believe anonymous sources. We're working on the problem. We're working on the problem. Yeah, you say you're working on the problem. And by the way, by the time we got to noon Eastern time, eleven our time here, in in yesterday, Bloomberg had a piece up reading: President Donald Trump said he thinks U.S. and China will reach a deal to end the ongoing trade dispute. It would be good for both sides. This is the clip we played before. Trump, as you heard, speaking at the White House on Friday, said he will have dinner with Chinese President Xi Jinping at the upcoming Group Group of 20 Summit, G20 Summit in Argentina at the end of the month. I wonder what they'll talk about. I wonder what they'll talk about. Well, I have an idea what they'll talk about. I have not seen this reported in very many places. But it was it was buried inside the 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 Tuesday Wall Street Journal and the paper copy was up. It was up on Monday. Um, This is this is uh, this is from Kate O'Keefe in the Wall Street Journal. The U.S. has raised the stakes in a battle with Beijing over intellectual property by restricting American firms from doing business with a state-owned Chinese chip maker that Micron Technology has accused of stealing its secrets. Citing national economic security concerns, Commerce Department said Monday it will begin restricting American companies from selling software and technology goods to Fujian Jinhua Integrated Circuit Company, a, a semiconductor startup into which the Chinese government has been pouring money as part of an effort to build its own chip industry. The decision has the potential to cause significant damage to the new chip, ma- new chip maker, which still relies on U.S. technology to produce its own chips. Quote, Xinhua poses a significant risk of becoming involved in activities that are contrary to the national security interests of the United States, the Commerce Department said in a statement announcing the new restrictions. Okay. Next paragraph, and this is this is why I think this might be what happened. The Commerce Department's action against Jinhua was reminiscent of an April decision, which President Trump later reversed at the behest of Chinese President Xi Jinping to restrict American companies from selling components to telecoms giant ZTE Corp for violating terms of an earlier deal to settle allegations that it engaged in sanctions-busting sales to Iran and North Korea. Do you remember that? Right? We said, okay, ZTE, we're cutting you off. And for the folks that wanted to talk about intellectual property theft, and we heard Larry Kudlow talk about this, we heard Kevin Hassett talk about this, IP theft is is like the reason why we're supposed to be doing these sanctions, doing these tariffs. They don't answer the phone. They don't call you when you're putting tariffs on. You know when they call you? They call you when you put this stuff on. Do you not think that the Thursday call between President Trump and and President Xi? Do you not think that in that phone call was a conversation about Jinhua? I think the answer is yes. My guess is, my guess is, semiconductors are going to be on the dinner plate when the two beat at the G20 in Argentina. They are going to have a conversation about this because this is what they care about. 
And here's the point. You can you can restrict ZTE and you can restrict Xinhua without doing any of these other tariff actions that you're taking. Number one. Number two, this seems to be what gets phone calls. This is this is this is hitting them where they hurt where they hurt. This is the pain that they feel when you do this, not when you place the tariffs on. This is the part that should have been there. Uh, okay? It's not this, you know, this is not as big as ZTE. Why? Because ZTE sells handsets. They sell tel- they sell cell phones. And there are people here in the United States that are carrying around cell phones made by made by cell phones that were were created built by ZTE. Okay. Okay, they Right? This is the problem. Is the president going to let them off the hook in return for a nice dinner? Because that's what happened with ZTE. Right? I I still believe to my, in my heart of hearts that they got played. Okay? He got played by Chi in April and May. By letting ZTE off the hook, I talked. Go back and listen to the show at, at uh, TwinCitiesBusinessRadio.com. Go find the podcast. Let them off easy. What did we get for letting ZTE off the hook? Do you remember this? This is a tweet from May thirteenth. President Xi of China and I are working together to give massive Chinese phone companies ZTE a way to get back into business fast. Too many jobs in China lost. Commerce Department has been instructed to get it done. That's a tweet from 10 a.m. on May 13th. Is it possible that that's what's happening again here? Did we did we just happen to find did did, did the Commerce Department find a violation of IP theft? Stop it. Place the appropriate sanctions on. Got a phone call from the president. Hey, about uh, about about Xinhua. Can we have a chat about that? That uh, they're kind of important to us. Oh yeah, let's have dinner. Cool. I'll see. I'll see you soon. My people will talk to your people. We'll have we'll have dinner. I'm buying. That's that's the strangest part of this entire story. Okay. If it turns out that they do have the, if they get the steel in their spine to make this stick, I believe that's the sort of corner that needs to be turned. When I speak about free trade on this show and my disappointment with, with the administration for tariffs, it is not to ignore the issue of IP theft. It is real. It is damaging. And we should be taking measures to stop it. I disagree with the means to the end. I do not disagree with the end. Right? The proper way to do it is exactly what the Commerce Department did. Okay? I'm giving a gold star to Wilbur Ross, which you know I don't do very often here on the King Banyan Show. But but Wilbur gets a gold star for actually finding finding a company and placing the sanctions in place, putting the sanctions in place. And if the president calls and says, I need you to reverse that, he should probably choose not to answer the phone call if he believes what he's been saying about China for the last three years. He should vigorously argue against that. We'll see if that we'll see if that happens. Six five one two eight nine four four seven seven. Six five one two eight nine four four seven seven the number to call with your questions or comments. We'll be back after this. You're listening to the King Banyan Show on Business fourteen forty. Business 1440 is KYCR Golden Valley. 
Tune in and turn it up because Think Realty Radio with Obi Golhar is here for you. Every weekday, Obi informs listeners around the country on everything real estate, market news, investment methods, and most importantly, succeeding in the business. Obi shares his strategies with listeners every show. Don't miss out. The tip that could help you the most might be on the next show. Get into a real estate of mind with Think Realty Radio. Weekday afternoons at 2 on Business 1440, Twin Cities Business Radio. Pat Boone here again, and I assure you, I have never before endorsed a pain relief product. Not until now. Not until Relief Factor came along as a 100% drug-free solution for people struggling with ordinary pain. Quite simply, Relief Factor was designed by doctors to help relieve those occasional aches and pains due to aging, exercise, and everyday living. Let me ask you, are aches and pains keeping you from sleeping through the night? or keeping you from taking those nice long walks or playing golf or tennis. You can't really call it living if you can't get around comfortably. The three-week quick start from Relief Factor may be all you need to lower or even eliminate these pains. A whole lot of people have already gone to relieffactor.com, and here's something you need to know. The majority of people who order the three-week quick start, now only $19.95, go on to order more. Let's see if we can get you out of pain, too. Go to Relief Factor. Every day, the men and women of the United States Marine Corps demonstrate their commitment to defend the American way of life. Since 1775, we have served our nation as a force in readiness. From combat operations to humanitarian assistance in every corner of the world. No matter where the mission takes us today, or wherever our country needs us tomorrow, we always remember the land we call home. As Marines, we take a stand for each other, for our nation, for us all, the few, the proud, the Marines. You're finally thinking about retirement, and I'm sure you're wondering, do I have enough money to retire? Will I be able to take that trip, buy that special something, or visit the kids? Now is the time to get your arms around your money, protect and grow your nest egg, so you can live out your retirement dreams. Join us at Online Trading Academy. Call us for a free investing class by dialing pound 250 on your cell phone. Use keyword OTA. Again, pound 250, keyword OTA. Volume to a deaf range crack in a bottle of champagne. They exchange lyrical gratifications verbalized in the form of a toast. It's gonna take Welcome back, King Daniel Show Business 1440. Nice. Welcome, welcome back to the show. Six five one two eight nine four four seven seven. The number to, number to call. As I mentioned uh, just just briefly, I wanted to um, in honor of Brazil. Very good. Yes, I have a new leader. Um, we'll see what happens there. There's a lot of interesting conversation. I've actually heard a uh, a gubernatorial candidate. I think it was Ron DeSantis who's running for running for governor in Florida as a Republican. And he was commenting on on uh, uh, Bolsonaro and the and the possibility that that Florida would do more trade with Brazil because uh, it now has a government that um, will favor uh, uh, freedom. We'll, we'll we'll see about that. I'm I'm, I'm interested to see how, what the payoff there will be uh, from from that election. Um, the Brexit secretary, former Brexit secretary David Davis, um, who was uh, sacked a. a Actually, not sacked. He he resigned uh, uh, during the uh, debate over the Checkers plan, which appears not to be uh, not to be going well right now. He said he spoke at the Institute of Economic Affairs, which is a which is a very libertarian think tank, which is at one time the home to many of the writings of Friedrich Hayek uh, back in and and published uh, several pieces by uh, Friedman. Um, Pretty much, IEA is sort of the Cato of London. 
Uh, David Davis says, Terror will win. The fear of no deal, I think. But I think that's an irrational fear of no deal or a, a World Trade Organization deal. That will win and there will be a deal. It may take a few passes, but it will pass. He said at the IEA, according to the Sun of London. What he means by that, uh, um, uh, um, <laughs> it was interesting. He had uh, another Brexit minister who was uh, who quit alongside him uh, when they were when they got ticked off about checkers, um, muttered underneath uh, underneath his breath, but uh, visible to uh, the newspapers as Davis said it. Don't say that. But um, but and but and everybody everybody heard it. Um, the the issue the issues in London are getting very are, are very serious. They need a deal within the next three weeks to meet the plan for an orderly withdrawal from the EU that's supposed to happen on March 29th. I'm in fact planning to be in in uh, the UK and to travel through England, Scotland, Northern Ireland, and Ireland uh, over about a 10-day period in the first half of that month. Okay, we might need a Saturday or two of replay there, John, uh, when we get to March. But um, unless I can find a way to broadcast from... Wouldn't that be awesome? I might be able to broadcast from England. Uh, I have an internet connection in one place that I'll be for about four days, and that could be kind of fun. Um, You know, but... the. The, the the problem here is that that nobody loves the checkers deal. Nobody has come up with an alternative plan for checkers. There was discussion about creating a very loose customs union between the EU and all of the UK so that there's no boundary really between Northern Ireland and Ireland and excuse me and the rest of the United Kingdom. Scotland, Wales, and England when it comes to trade because they don't want to have a border between Northern Ireland and Ireland. That's the backstop issue. How do we make sure that goods and services and people can flow between Ireland and Northern Ireland without there being soldiers on the border because that is provocative and could lead to a return of violence on the island? I suppose that's possible, but I don't I don't think that's really going to happen. I think I think actually um, uh, uh, Minister Davis has actually um, created created a row by speaking truth. There's going to be a deal. My prediction is it won't happen in an, in a timely fashion. You'll probably let it slip into December and then assure everybody, don't worry, we have enough time. We'll make it work out. We've got plans in place. This will slide, and my but it will create. We'll be talking about this. My guess is in early December, where you're going to v- see a lot of people both in the May uh, cabinet and people in the EU run around like their hair's on fire, and that's gonna that's gonna be that's gonna be what fills the news, you know, from Thanksgiving weekend I think into early early December. Uh, what will fill the news in the rest of that year will be will be probably what I believe to be a some changes that happen in D.C. in a hurry up during a lame duck session to get some uh, last minute things passed. I keep being asked for forecasts about what happens in U.S. political system. Of course, you want to listen to uh, Mitch Berg this afternoon. You want to listen to uh, uh, Brad Carlson tomorrow, both of them, one to three on our sister station, AM 1280, The Patriot. It is always valuable to do that. I would say, though, that I will offer my two cents, for which are worth probably half that. Uh, but what, when I've asked, when people ask my forecast, I'm pretty pretty down the road. I will put it to you this way. Here's my one observation that comes from having spent time in the legislature. A thin majority is almost a bigger curse than a minority that has almost enough votes to pass things, but not quite. Giving giving the, the U.S. House to the Democrats will sound awful because, of course, it gives them control of the gavels. It will give them control of the investigations 
into the Trump administration, and they will launch hundreds of them, no doubt. But when it comes to actually passing bad laws, of course you'll have the Senate, which I believe will stay in Republican hands. And in fact, I expect, I expect a gain of, of two to three seats in the House, which will give, uh, which will give Leader Connell, uh, McConnell maybe a little extra uh, breathing room versus what he's had so far. But I, I think the de- I, I think I think what will happen will be a thin majority for one party or the other, and I I'm going to say it lands somewhere around ten to twelve seats. So that means that the Republicans are in power. That you've got all that power invested in say a caucus of moderate uh, Republicans from New York, or you have. A blocking a blocking group from the Freedom Caucus, where you've got there are several different groups that can get together and say you can't pass a piece of legislation unless you do what I want. And the same would be true if if um, if the Democrats took control. They have their own caucuses that can block legislation from being passed, and that can create a problem too. All right, as long as the gains are not that large a democratic victory in the house might actually not might actually create for them as many problems as it creates victory it's a very mixed blessing to have a majority that is that thin and i think that's in fact what hap- that's what happens and in terms of what we're concerned about here on the king banyan show that's the stuff that i'll spend time talking about Hey, we want to welcome Andrew on as our as our new producer. He's been he's been uh, pressing the A and B buttons down there all all day. Thanks for John sitting in with him to uh, help him figure out where the buttons are. We'll be back next week uh, with a post election edition of the King Banking Show on Business fourteen forty. We'll see you then. Highly caffeinated and highly hysterical, Business 1440 invites you to a night of clean comedy with Triple Espresso. Bobby Bean here. Hey, this is Buzz Maxwell. Triple Espresso. Hey, everybody, I'm Hugh Butternut. We're we're talking three guys doing three completely different things spontaneously. Live Thursday, November 15th at the Park Square Theater in downtown St. Paul. A limited number of tickets are available. Get yours today at TwinCitiesBusinessRadio.com and click on the Clean Comedy banner. Tune in to this week's Money Matters with Al and Mike as they'll be discussing seven mistakes that can ruin your retirement. Now, if you're making any of these seven mistakes, wouldn't you want to know about it and immediately stop? Be sure to tune in so Al and Mike can teach you how to avoid them. You can listen to Money Matters with Al and Mike at noon Saturday on AM 1280 The Patriot. Or call them right now with your questions. The number is 855-231-6010. So you've been exploring solutions for your hair loss. You've seen ads from the national chains. You've researched the alternative products that cost a fortune, but there seem to be no guarantees. So here's good news for you. This is Dennis Prager. Go to INeedMoreHair.com and see what their hair transplant specialists are doing for men and women like you. The consultations are free. Their doctors have given patients in Hollywood and worldwide a full head of hair. They can do the same for you. You'll see a more confident reflection of yourself. In fact, they guarantee your results in writing, and their prices are some of the best in the business, as low as $3 per graft. So stop searching and go to INeedMoreHair.com. You have nothing to lose. Call their office in Egan for your free consultation. I need morehair.com. Experience you can trust, prices you can afford. Get the permanent solution to your hair loss at I need morehair.com. Policies issued by American General Life Insurance Company, Houston, Texas. Not available in all states. For details, visit AIGdirect.com. It takes a lot of courage to face your own death, but I'm glad I finally did. See, I was putting off getting life insurance to protect my family, even though I knew it was important. Then my neighbor's husband died. I watched her struggle emotionally and financially. It really made me face reality. If my husband died, how would I pay the mortgage, the car payments, or keep up the life the kids and I had? 
I realized I needed to get us life insurance right away. So I called AIG Direct. In less than five minutes, I had a quote. I was shocked at how affordable it is. Just $14 a month for $250,000 of term life coverage. I feel so much better knowing my family has protection. Call AIG Direct right now for a free no-obligation quote. The call takes less than five minutes, and you can save up to 70%. Call now, 1-800-458-3263. That's 1-800-458-3263. 1-800-458-3263. Your daily source for in-depth business and investing news. We are Business 1440. KYCR Golden... Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.